Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Now, before I get started, get into our today topics for today, what I want to do is remind you that I have two workshops coming every month. We're doing two different workshops, two different master classes. Go to my website, victorantonio.com. Check out what's on tap. I may see you in the workshop. It's a half-day workshop. I think you'll enjoy pure content, three hours. I hit it hard. We go in there. We solve problems, and I'm going to help you sell more effectively. That said, let's jump into today's topic, which I want to title Perfect Close 2.0. Now, my friend, my good friend, James Muir, wrote a book called The Perfect Close. Now, when I first read the title of that book, I'm like, well, that sounds a little bit much. There is no perfect close. Now, Beyond that title, it is a great book, and it does have a perfect close. I highly recommend the book. Again, The Perfect Close by James Muir. Not only does it talk about The Perfect Close, which I'm about to share with you in just a little bit here, but in the book, there's other content that really support how to actually engage, interact, build rapport, connect with clients before you ask for the close. Now, spoiler alert. Here's the perfect close in James Muir's book. The perfect close is basically just two steps. Now, once you get to the end, your call to action, your close. Now, again, when I say close, it can mean one of two things. One is you want to close the deal, get them to sign the contract. The second call to action could be a close to close the next meeting. Maybe the next meeting is a meeting with more decision makers. Maybe the next step is to start a demo, a field trial. So that's another way of closing the deal. You're closing the next step. So in the perfect close, James Muir highlights a simple phrase, which is so simple, it's brilliant. At the same time, when you're done presenting, you've had the conversations, you've answered all the questions during the Q&A, you say, does it make sense to fill in the blank? Again, does it make sense to get started? Does it make sense to have another meeting with more influencers? Phrases, does it make sense to fill in the blank? If the client says yes, we go to the next step. But if the client says no, here's what James Muir suggests, which I think is brilliant. He says, okay, what do you suggest the next step should be? What do you suggest the next step should be? So again, does it make sense to fill in the blank? Client says, no, not sure right now. We need to really think about it. Then you say, what do you suggest as the next step? Sometimes in sales, you got to give control in order to gain control. And I love this question because now you put the onus on the actual prospect or client to decide what the next step is going to be. Now, in the book, James talks about sales reactants. When you pressure people to buy, we used to think that ABC back in the day, it did work. But in today's market, today's environment, where people have access to the internet and information, ABC, always be calling, pressuring people to close, does not work. James' approach, what do you suggest the next step should be, is I consider a modern approach for very smart clients. In other words, today's buyers are smarter, so therefore, this is the perfect question. And I was thinking about this question, which is why I wanted to do this podcast. I said, that didn't sound natural to me. The first part doesn't make sense. It didn't seem to have enough punch. And again, this is my opinion. Can't be yours. Maybe it's yours. I don't know. But I wanted to kind of just give it a little Victor Antonio twist. I always say you got to make it yours. So James says, does it make sense too? That's his thing. 
I said, no, I, I think I want to I want to Victor Antonio size it. So here's what I would say. Instead of does it make sense to fill in the blank, I would be a little more assertive. I'll say, well, the next step would be to fill in the blank. Do you agree? See, that to me would be a little more authoritative. It's a, it's a subtle twist. And I'm not saying one's better than the other. The second one, mine, fits me better. My question to you is, what would fit you better? Do you like, does it make sense to fill in the blank as a call to action? Do you like mine? Well, the next step would be to fill in the blank, do you agree? Or how does that sound? Which one do you like, A or B? Or maybe you have a C. Maybe you want to develop your own. And again, think about these fill in the blanks. For example, here's how it would sound when I use it. This is how it feels natural to me. Well, the next step would be to schedule a demo. Do you agree? The next step would be to meet with your team. Do you agree? Uh, the next step should be uh, to send you a contract and get started. How does that sound? Right? You know, I'm actually starting to like how does that sound a little better. And as you're doing this, I'm actually trying to highlight something here is when, when you learn a new technique, a new way of saying something, a new script, absorb what the person is saying. In this case, James Muir is teaching me his clothes. And I'm saying, I love it because it works for you, but I'm not feeling totally comfortable with the first part. Does it make sense to fill in the blank? I like mine, which is the next step would be to fill in the blank, do you agree, or how does that sound? But I do love his tie down. If the customer says, no, not ready yet, let us think about it, what do you suggest the next step should be? That part I will not change. So I want you to think about how is your call to action? Because so often, and I think the number based on Forrester studies, over 75, I think it's 76% of salespeople never ask for the next step. Never like ask for the call to action. There's no next step. What do we do next? Ask for the order. They don't do it. And I think it's because one, they're afraid of being rejected. Two, they haven't practiced it. So what I love about the book, The Perfect Close, and I'm telling you, Get the book. It is worth the investment. It is one of the books that I've put in my golden shelf. And for those of you who follow me, you know what that is. These are the best of the best books, and The Perfect Close is one of the best of the best. So check out the book, and then come up with your call to action. And then practice that call to action so it sounds natural. Don't practice it on your clients. We all know this, but so often we don't practice how we're gonna say. For example, one more time, I'll repeat. I would practice my call to action the following way. Again, after I've done my presentation, all the questions that have been answered, I'll say, well, the next step would be to send over the contract and get started. How does that sound? That's it, that's all I would practice. Just practice that line. And then if they say no, then understand, Mr. Customer, what do you suggest the next step should be? and give them control. But remember, that question, that call to action, that close, that next step, you have to have that thing so rehearsed that it sounds natural and it flows out of you like butter, if you know what I mean. And that's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Pandora, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. In fact, I would love to find out what your phrase is. Put it in the descriptions in the comments and I'll try to read them. And again, it's up to you to decide how you want to do it. So that's it. Also, if you haven't done so already, check out the Sales Velocity Academy. Again, 500 plus videos. If you want to sell more effectively, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. We got three different levels. We got a monthly program, subscription. We got an annual and we got a lifetime and all are cancelable. Here's the important part. 
cancel at any time. So if you do the monthly or the annual, you decide when you want to cancel. Check out the programs. I think you'll love them. Also, again, doing monthly workshops, go to victorantonio.com, check out what's on tap for this month. And that is it. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.